to laugh. All right. All right. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It is July 30th, 2020. It is... And welcome to another episode of the J Man Talks Podcast. We are live. So, hope you guys are doing good today. Uh, it is your host, J Money. Um, yep. Usually, I would do this usually. Yesterday, usually, would have done this recording yesterday. But, let's just say my day was very busy. Mostly, I had to deal with some family business. So, please understand. If this feels different, if some of this feels rushed... It's still going to be the same. I'm going to try to at least keep this up, keep the podcast up for you guys. So, we're going to get started with our first top. Let's get started with our first thing. I think we should talk about something that pretty much I looked at and I'm like, it's about, now it's kind of about the coronavirus a little bit. Uh, it was pretty much one of those things about, there was this lady, I believe it's doctor from Africa, I believe. This is like the... I don't know if it's in here anymore because they pretty much because that uh yeah it's something to do with something called demon semen so it was this doctor so it's this doctor from like I believe in Africa I believe and what his what it says in here was pretty much on the uh, it was this doctor that pretty much mentioned the same about demons even and there's like this and alien DNA and then there's like then the one drug that Trump recommended people which was hydroxychloroquine so I don't know what is going on here I'm always like I heard all of this stuff I'm just like I'm just like, what exactly is this conversation? And he actually, and Trump actually defended this doctor, this lady doctor, which I'm like, is, I'm just like, and it's like the weirdest thing. Everyone is just like wondering what exactly is going on here. Like, what? Like. This is like the thing I'm like wondering what exactly is this conversation about? Like, how did this become a thing? This is like some weird, like. This is like. This is the, it's the dumbest thing. I'm just like. And I'm just like, look, at this point. I am just like wondering how much farther down the rabbit hole to we actually like get to I'm honestly like at the point of like like is there any possible way and I mean any possible way we can at least get people to realize that this is a virus that probably is not going anywhere soon it's not going to end soon. It's not going away anytime soon. It's either the main way this is going to end. This virus will probably go away, or at least be contained enough to where the number of cases can slowly start going down. It's simply staying six feet away from people. 
drinking plenty of fluids means probably want to cut off, cut off from, cut out from, cut off the bullshit like soda or alcohol and start drinking more water. Probably orange juice as well, which I have like every morning. I have a class of like some orange juice every morning. Um, pretty much wearing them. Uh, and of course, number one thing. Hold on one second. Wearing a mask. Like so. And there's like a bunch. And here's the thing. Like they're. People who are being in the airman companies have been making like masks, disposable masks. They've been making masks similar, something like these. Like these N95 masks. Like there's been, there are masks everywhere. People saying like, uh, like the weirdest thing is that I'm somehow hearing is pretty much because of this. Is people saying, these people who are like so anti masks are saying like, oh, this mask, like, this. Oh, this mask, like, like, is pretty much giving up my rights to live freely and all this stuff. And what? You feel, people feel, like, oppressed and all this stuff. And I'm like, what in the fuck are y'all talking about? Like, y'all pretty much live in the suburbs. <laughs> live in the suburbs. Some of y'all pretty much have jobs. <laughs> That make like probably like a hundred thousand dollars a year. Someone like me, who one is obese, pretty much obese, clearly. I'm 23 years old. I have a 70 year old father, 71 year old father, a stepmother in her 60s. My dad got through a battle of throat cancer like over a year ago. And pretty much a bunch of other things. On high blood pressure medication and a few other things. You think I'm just gonna just go ahead and just be like, you know what? I'm not gonna wear a mask at all. <laughs> like, I just got back from going to work pretty much a couple weeks ago, and I'm pretty much now gonna have to work at home now, because starting uh, next week. So, that's another thing. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna have to clear off pretty much my uh, desk make room for that so that's something i have to do and then there's a lot of other things and pretty much it's here's the thing even if you don't get it, you can't get it or you won't be feeling as bad as some of the stuff have people have gotten but here's the thing there are people who are probably can get this disease and the chances of them of them surviving through it is very very slim or they will die once they catch it they will die period end of story and to me I don't understand why something this is somehow a piece of cloth which is something that is an essential right now becoming an essential part of controlling this situation, this case, the cases, and all this stuff has turned into something that's either political.
in the political sphere whatsoever. It makes, to me, zero sense nor logic. It's just stupid. It is, to me, completely stupid. And that's the thing I'm like, where people are saying, like, people think, like, religion helps, or, okay, maybe it's an alien, maybe it's something to do with aliens and all, anything and everything in between is to be either A, an excuse, or B, just denying the actual facts in science that is actually proven. That this is an upper, upper respiratory infection, which, one, requires social distancing, two, not being in somehow the air particles, not getting any of, like, the droplets or whatever it is that you can get this disease from and upon others. Staying away, social distancing, washing your hands regularly or you and or use hand sanitizer. Pretty much drinking plenty of water. You know, staying, sometimes go out to see the sun, sunlight or artificial sunlight, which I've which is I've heard that helps like kill the virus or something like that. And pretty much at least making at least healthier choices. I mean, me, I actually been focusing on trying to make healthier choices and that's something I think that's I mean, I think that's the only way that's is gonna help you may not get it, but if you do get it you probably have a good chance of surviving. That's probably the best thing I can think of. I don't know what else is there to say other than you are practically just complaining about something that is literally being told. And yes, I get it. Some of these doctors and stuff probably said different information than normal. Some have said one moment that, oh, we would this will be done by April or Okay, well, now it's going to be May, or whatever. Look, no one knows how long this can be done. But if there is a chance, but if he say this, if masks say that there's a 5% chance that masks can decrease, not only will it decrease cases, but there's a more of a chance that we can get this done by the end of the year. You want, if that is, if... Yeah, it's maybe small, but if there's a 5% chance that by next, by the beginning of next year, we can actually just go back to normal life, where we don't have to wear masks every day to work, we can work in the office, we can sometimes work from home, don't have to work from home, we can go to bars and restaurants like normal, would you take the chance, risk the chance? That's all I'm asking. I mean, to me, what's stupid is to me is like, not only like people like probably in their 30s and 40s acting this way, it's people my age that are being idiots, <laughs> bigger idiots. Now, luckily enough, I have friends that are pretty much being smart and not going to bar or not going to bars and stuff. They're at least, I'm happy they're doing that. Those people, I thank them for doing that. But some, the others out there, what you're doing is stupid. 
You're stupid. You're stupid. Like, get your head out of your, like, gluteal clefts. Like, what you're doing is clearly stupid to me. Use your common sense. You are going to a bar. Like, I get it. You probably haven't been out of the house in months. I get it. I mean, look, it took... I was stuck in this house for, like, four, for a few months at a time. When the gyms first opened up, I was ready to go back to the gym. Like, I needed to go back to the gym because I pretty much gained, like... Like, I was before the quarantine happened. I was, like, 280, maybe 278-ish. I was losing weight. By the time I, the gyms closed... At the time, I pretty much gained all that way back in Enzyme. So, pretty much back to what I am. Right now, I'm like 294.6, I believe. Today. That's why I weighed in today. So, yeah, 294.6. I'm sorry, and I've been trying to at least lose weight and then gain it back. And then somehow I've been gaining it back, man, because I've made decisions. Because sometimes I've been graving like release unhealthy foods so and I kind of have to pretty much and go in a little too much on my cheat meals so yeah <laughs> that's why another these things but the fact of the matter is this if if you were able to follow like a process where it included social distancing if doctor said this if doctor said they're, the main goal of trying to get all this stuff back to normal, at least going to games, going to at least sporting events, going to like the gym without wearing mat, worrying about wearing masks, or going to gym regularly, and going to the bars and restaurants and all that stuff. If they said this, we are going to, if every American can agree, to one. Keep your distance, social distancing, of six feet. Wearing a mask. Every time you go out in public places. Indoors. And anytime outdoors that where social distancing is difficult. Try drinking water and like orange juice and natural stuff. And more natural stuff instead of sodas and beer and alcohol. Probably cut the smoking, change your diet a bit, probably add some more vitamin C, go outside, get some sunlight, artificial sunlight, whatever the case may be. If if you can do this, the timetable was by March of 2021, we will be back to normal. If you heard that, if if that's the case, where we can actually do that, would you think, be able to do all of that stuff in order to get everything back to normal? That's my response to there. That's why I think, if you think, no... I still won't wear a mask. I'm still going to stay. I'm not going to follow this social distancing. I'm not going to do any of that stuff. For what? Then, you made that choice. Only thing I can say to you is pretty much to that person. 
there's probably going to be a special place for people. There's a place. And I got this to say to you. Man or woman. Or non-binary individual. And I recommend for you is to go to your local pharmacy. Whether it's CVS, Walmart, whatever the case may be. Ask for, ask for something called Viagra. And it'll probably help you go fuck yourselves. Because y'all are fucking morons. And this is why we're never going to have shit together again. Until you get that for your heads, I don't know what else to say. That's my take about this whole coronavirus, this pandemic, and all this shit. And probably from that. So, alright. We're going to move on now to some next. So, I guess we'll move on to what happened yesterday. My, the NFL's top 100 end up getting to its at least its top 100 list, players list, voted by the players, voted by all the players, NFL, and among all the players in the NFL, and uh, the number one player of this top 100 list, presented by the NFL Network, was the reigning MVP, Lamar Jackson. That was, let me say this, I am... I think he it is truth. He deserves that number one spot. He earned it. He's proved it. He is number one. I think there is there was some controversy around a lot of things. Like there was like some players that like the ranking system is a weird thing because some players before Lamar got drafted a little bit higher. Some were drafted like some were picked. No, some better than this guy, some big numbers, and I'm like, and this is like, and that's the thing, it's like the NFL, like, top on our list is a weird system made, and it's not the greatest. I sometimes debate some of the, some of the draft picks, especially like, I think Ronnie Stanley, who was picked number 74. Should have been higher because he was pretty much one of the biggest, like, forces, driving forces among the NFL in the offensive line for the Ravens. He pretty much made, he was pretty much the highest rated offensive lineman and, like, pretty much the, he allowed no sacks whatsoever. It's, it is, he is that, uh, he deserves... He deserves a bear spot, I believe. I also believe Marlon Humphrey kind of deserves a bear spot because he is same as Marcus Peters. Same thing with Marcus Peters. This is like the best, probably the best cornerback duo in the league right now. One of the best. I'm not going to say. I want to say the best, but I don't want to be biased because Ravens fan here. So, yeah. But here's some, uh, but it's, but that's the thing about these NFL top 100 lists. I'm like, I don't really focus on it. I just, my main thing was, whoever is getting spots, some, some I think deserve a bit better. Because Ravens were pretty much one of the best teams in that, in this whole uh, league. And I'm like, and it was like seven Ravens got in this. So it was like, it's great to know that seven Ravens were on this list the most in this. Some deserve various positions, fan numbers. Um, main thing is, uh, Mar becoming number one is pretty much great. I was like, he deserves it, earned it. 
Uh, craziest thing to me was pretty much Patrick Mahomes got number four. And I think he was behind uh, Russell Wilson. He was number two. Patrick Mahomes was number four. That is, to me, I looked at it and I'm like, yeah, I'm like, it's crazy. But I'm like, oh no, it's an interesting thing. It's an interesting uh, thing. I think it's going to be interesting. But training camp is actually about to start at this upcoming weekend. I believe it starts this week weekend. So we're about to get into training camp, which is this weekend. The Ravens came in. Uh, players have came in. All the draft picks have been signed. Everything's good. Uh, the big thing is, like, Lamar pretty much had his first interview. Some, of course, one of the obvious questions about the situation was, like, what are your thoughts about the Patrick Mahomes contract extension? Another high of earned three million. His response was just, "I gotta win a Super Bowl." At this point, I at this point, I think is this: he has, he kind of has to win a Super Bowl to at least get close to that. I think the big thing that would be a playoff win is in the books. He does deserve a playoff win. He needs to get a playoff win. It's something that has to be earned there. Um, another thing they asked was about him, uh, him uh, training with Antonio Brown in the offseason. And the thought process there was it would be nice to have him be on team. And I think it will be something that it will work. So I'm going to give my thoughts on that one. My thing about uh, Antonio Brown being a Raven. And if we are talking talent-wise as a receiver, if he was on the Ravens with Lamar Jackson and Hollywood Brown, you are pretty much dealing with a, probably a double-edged sword in a wide receiver position because a defense would have to be confused on how to handle this entire situation. Because they could A... Try a double team Hollywood Brown. Then the ball. Then it's obvious Lamar throwing it to AB. If they decided double team AB, you got Hollywood. Who? Let me say this. Kudos to him. He bulked up. Actually, he bulked up like some of the areas been with some workouts he did. He bulked up like 180, and he's pretty much. And one of the things about this season was he played. With like a screw in his foot. Now the screw's out and he's healthy. So NFL watch out. NFL my watch out. This kid, let me say this. Like, he is about to be probably the best wide receiver in the league. One of the best wide receivers in the league this season. So that's gonna be a big thing there. So A B is a player. I am not gonna say much anything about it, A.B., he is probably one of the best wide receivers in the game. We've seen him in, I've seen him in Pittsburgh. I've known what he's, I know what he's capable of. We've pretty much had to deal with him. A hard, hard. So, A.B.'s player would be great, but A.B. as the person is something that needs to be contained he is quite possibly like Kanye in football. He is the Kanye worst of football 
the dude has some like issues that he needs to like corral needs to be corralled I say this if I was DaCosta or Biscotti or Harbaugh if they sat down if I was one of them my thing I would have told I would tell AB is like look listen here in Baltimore because here in in Baltimore they have like a I I don't know how it is like they don't have a lot of like off the field issues players have off these a lot of these off the field issues like unlike well some they've had a couple but not as many as like other teams have dealt with you know but someone like uh, the Ravens would have came in I think if Ravens sat down with AB they probably would tell him like okay AB listen here in Balt, um, Baltimore is not like Pittsburgh. It's not like New England. It's not like we're kind of like New England in terms of like structure and culture. Here, this is our. This is how we schedule. Is what time of practices are. This is what time our meetings is. Like film room studies and all this stuff. This is what you you gotta do these. One, of course, you gotta do these meeting practices. Of course, if you got a family emergency, at least be a very valid family emergency or excuse. Number two, if you can least, because we know this, we know you're a good receiver. But please understand this: if you're getting double teamed, we're probably throwing in either. A, your cousin, Mars pretty much throwing it to A, Hollywood, Devin DuVernay, uh, Miles Boykin, and some of our receivers. For our receivers. If our double team in Hollywood, we're more than likely throwing it to you. So please understand, you might not get all the touches. You're not going to catch all the passes. You're going to catch some, but you're not going to catch all of them. Number two, we're okay with you. We are ever in that. If you have any issues, you can feel free to talk to us about it. Just don't, like, as long as you don't do anything, like, stupid, like some of the antics you've done, like, whatever the bullshit you got, Try to cut it out as soon as possible. If you can do manage to do that, we'll work. We'll sign a deal with you. Like at least a one year. We're gonna give you a one year contract. See how this goes. After that, if you do well enough, you don't get any of the trouble and the shenanigans, then we'll work out a longer term deal. That's the only way I think will happen. It'll happen if AB can call. Relax, whatever the calamity this guy has in his head. Gets rid of the bullshit and the ego. I think he will win. I think he will be in Baltimore as a Raven. And I think this will be, that might be the one big, maybe one of the last final pieces where we are probably be able to run over like the AFC North and probably break the... Breakthrough, okay? 
So that's what I think there. Um, I think it's it's Omar is wanting here. I'm like I'm. A, I think it's gonna be interesting. I know fans. Some fans are like, oh no, I, I don't know about this. But I say this: if we can talk, if Ravens can talk to AB and get him, get that in his mind, get through him. Like, hey, you're Baltimore. This is culture. If you just come to the practices, these are mean times. These are just get. These are mean times. These are practice times. If you can do, if you can follow through, come into practice, come to meetings, and got the bullshit out, got the antics, whatever the case is, that's going on with you. I think you be sign here. Now I don't know if they're. I mean, the Ravens look like they're interested. But the main thing is, the NFL has this, like, probe going on involving the stuff that's been going on with AB. I believe one case of, like, this allegations of sexual assault and, like, a few other, other things. So, it's kind of a questionable thing, and they're looking into this. So, right now, it looks like it's not happening anytime soon yet. It's probably going to be something that will probably happen maybe towards the end of training camp. Maybe before the season starts. Maybe it's sometime during the season. So, for now, we are just going to have to wait. Sit back and wait. Just sit back and wait. Okay, so we're going to move on to the next segment. I believe we're probably going to talk about, I guess, I think that's the next one we'll talk about is probably the ACC schedule. Like, the University of Louisville's football schedule has now been updated. The NF the ACC is deciding that for this upcoming season, we are going to do pretty much, we are doing a, we're doing an ACC, a conference schedule. We're just going to do conference only. It is going to be conference only. I probably have to find this on Twitter. Shit. Okay, give me one second to find this on the tweets here. Somewhere in here. Cause I've pretty much seen it. Grab this schedule. So during the eight, so it is gonna be ten. So it's ten games. It's pretty much all the teams in the ACC. See, is all in one conference, one division, one division instead of a typical two division, like Atlantic and Coastal divisions, like they're normal. So instead, it's like everyone's playing against everyone. It's all ten games. So, for Louisville, they're going to be playing at home against Florida State, Miami, Syracuse, Virginia Tech, and Wake Forest. And on the road, they got Boston College, Georgia Tech, Pitt, Notre Dame, and Virginia on the road. The top two teams of the season with the best record overall can play each other, gets to play each other. In the championship game, which is most likely going to be Clemson and then whoever else is left. And to me, it looks like there's a chance to rate that this Louisville team is hyped up to be a pretty for pretty good team. And it looks like if Louisville, since this is a good case, if this happens, there is a chance that 
Louisville could make it into that ACC title game. So it looks like the way this season works, it looks like there's a chance. They pretty much the only big obstacle they would have is right now, as this moment, probably Notre Dame, which is a game which is probably going to be the determining big uh, X factor there. Um, among them, Notre Dame, their season is safe because they decided to work out a thing with the ACC. So Notre Dame and ACC being this uh, group partner together is actually something that was needed. And to me, it's like, especially like at this point, it's like you play against seven ACC teams this year. At this point, you're pretty much an ACC team. So to me, it's like, it's weird that it's not that, but uh, yeah. Um. Hmm. Sorry. Let me see if there's anything else. Uh. I guess that's gonna be a big thing. So that's very much the idea. I think it's gonna be an interesting season. Now there is a possibility that U of L and UK can play, but it looks like the game between Alabama and USC is canceled. Because I think Pac-12 is going for a conference-only route, so that means that means that Alabama. It looks like the SEC might go into a conference-only thing, which means there's a possibility that they are not going to be U of L UK. But I think they can let it work because since both Louisville and Kentucky are pretty much in the same state, they could probably work something out there where they can play it. And I think, and I think they can have. I think Louisville. Prior was going to face off against like Western Kentucky, so I think they can still work out that one too. So there's still chances of them still working out those games that game and fill out that will fill out the rest of the season. So it's still a chance that everything's going to be working, that every game is going to work out perfectly. So I am, I'm thankful ball will happen. Who knows? I'm hoping it does. I'm like, I'm really in. I really hope football happens. But, uh, the way things been, these cases rising, all this stuff, it might not happen. So, yeah, we just gotta hold on and hope. Okay, moving on. So, the Miami, so, baseball. The Miami, so, I was in like a sports guy house, but that amount of stuff, sports been happening, and this is like one of those big topics of like. So let's go in into baseball. So Miami Marlins season is pretty much on hold. It's pretty much on hold right now. Basically, the Miami Marlins, a big chunk of players and staff have been affected. Fourteen cases. It started on Monday. It pretty much it. Pretty much canceled the Marley Marlins home opener against the Baltimore Orioles. The Orioles decided, you know what? Since until you guys get your shit together, we get we get the fuck up out of Florida. Fuck, we ain't staying in Florida. Fuck that shit. So I'm like, I can understand the Orioles like leaving. They I would dip to the like the Phillies is going through something in Philly. Philly, with y'all, the Philadelphia Phillies are pretty much going through the same thing because they've had games postponed. 
they were supposed to play against the Yankees, and I think they just postponed the Blue Jays, actually. I just checked through ESPN, and they have actually postponed their series against the Blue Jays, which I think was supposed to start today, I believe. No, tomorrow. I think it's tomorrow. So, yeah, what are my thoughts about this whole situation going on? It to me, it's just. Oh, to me, it's like to me. I think things are not going back to way to where it was. I think it's hard for people. I think it's people need to realize things are probably not going to come back the way things are. I think one of the things is I think it's for to them. Now, I say Miami, the Marlins stuff. I don't know how if they're even gonna have a season. They've already played three games. They're gonna have. It's gonna take for him forever. So it's Philly, and I think now I don't understand how now Philly's getting hit hard. I don't know how, but they're getting hit hard. But um, mainly it was my Miami. Surprising that the Tampa Bay Rays haven't had anything any issues like that. But it's mostly Miami, just Miami. And I'm like, my thought process is somehow either A, they are pretty much not pretty much putting these teams in like, in like some kind of hotel, in like hotels or make a bubble type thing involving like the hotel or the hotel like nearby the field or something. Like have some stricter protocols and I think they gotta need, that's what I think the Miami uh, Marlins need is pretty much just like a strict power call, like listen, we need you all stay the fuck in a hotel. The hotel, like listen, like you come over the field, you play, and you go straight back to the hotel room. You ain't don't go to no, don't go to any these bars or restaurants or pull some bitches in to the hotel room or any of that bullshit. Don't just stop. No, this is like that's the thing. That's, that's why I was thinking, like, the NBA bubble, I'm surprised that it's, it's still intact, because tonight we're having basketball again. I mean, the main thing is, the big thing was Lou Williams actually actually staying, uh, going out to uh, Magic City, this uh, a very established uh, African-American performing arts center. <laughs> I don't know why. If someone said that in a post on Twitter, I was like, I'm like, yeah, it's it's a great performing arts center. It's known for a for, for a great dance troops for uh, for uh, dancing. Uh, yeah, it's a very uh, has a great culture. You know, the food is uh, is made of authentic soul food and. And uh, yeah, it's a great uh, black, uh, uh, black uh, experience. Uh, just uh, oh, God. I'm sorry, I could not do this. <laughs> okay, this is but yeah, I think but basketball. I'm surprised that is staying as strong as it is because I'm like to me the main thing was when I looked at this was there's no way you can get like these NBA players to stay in a hotel room. Stay in, in the hotel room, in the hotel, play basketball, and not expect them to fly either 
A, leave to go, you know, hook up with some chicks in another hotel. Or B, fly out some bitches to their hotel. Which I'm like, is the craziest thing. Um, but other than that, people are trying to make the best of it. I'm like, I don't know how, but there's got to be some way they've probably made made some incentive or something. I don't know what it is. But, yeah, baseball's coming back. Uh, hockey is just starting to come back. I think they played their first games either last night or today. Or I think starting today. So, I don't know if this is like a scrimmage. They're scrimmages or this is like we're getting to the actual playoffs. So, let me see. I think I can find this here. If we can look and see if there's anything going off. NHL. NHL. Okay, yep, it's... Yeah, the first series is the qualifying series. So, I think it is... It, it starts... It's Saturday. So, actually, some of this stuff is actually was previews. was probably just... Was actually... Probably just some, like... Probably just, like, a little, like, uh... Exhibition. Those were exhibition games I saw last yesterday. So, baseball is actually good. They actually had no positive tests over the past week, which I'm like, actually, I'm actually surprised. Which actually is good. I guess I'm guess I'm not. Maybe maybe soccer player, maybe uh, hockey players don't fly out Instagram hoes. So. <laughs> So I guess we're good there. So, so hockey probably coming back. I think these games are in. I think the two host cities is Vancouver and I think Edmonton. I believe. Uh, where is where are these games? Where is this going to be at? No, this is a preview. Um, let's see if we can look at the scores. Let's see East qualifying, and this is. At don't see it in here, so let's see if we can find this because I'm like, where are some of these games being played? At So, let's see. Okay, yes. So, okay. So, it's Toronto and then Edmonton. Which actually is surprising. So, which is actually quite... So, there is... So, I guess there's a thing now that I'm, like, realizing... Because Toronto can't play their game home games in Toronto. The federal government sell them... Nah. You ain't playing. <laughs> playing. Yet, somehow, they're allowing pretty much the East, or in conference, to play their, have their playoffs in Toronto. And like, so, basically, in the mind of Canada is, Canadian government is pretty much saying, baseball, nah, not playing, no play. Hockey, 
Hell yes, you ain't. We are not losing our fucking hockey. <laughs> that's how much you know. Canada loves their hockey so much. Like that's how much you know. Canada loves that hockey. They don't give a fuck. So they don't give a fuck. Oh shit. But for real though, like it's but uh, sports coming back in a way, and it's interesting. Um, Louisville City is pretty much. I'm uh, here in Louisville. Louisville City has been playing soccer, some soccer matches. They finally won like their first game here. Uh, just uh, I think last Saturday. I think they played. They played yesterday. I'm not sure what the score was there. The score was there. So actually, I can look at it right now. And they they said lost the last night. Yeah, they lost uh, two to one. Where a team they beat one nothing like four days ago. So so far this season has not been good in Louisville. So it's been four. So so far in the new stadium they are currently one and four. They are currently one and three. So it's not look right now. Right now, not looking good right now. Well, so far, okay, so according to Group Variant, they are currently 2-3. and three. They're Frank Furs. I don't know how, I guess, how their playoffs work. How the playoffs work. I guess top two teams make it out of there. So, if it is, then that's, uh, so there's still a chance, maybe. So maybe there's a chance for Louisville uh, to get together and actually, uh, can actually get back in this. So, uh, so let's hope. Let's, right now, let's just hope. Let's just hope. I'm not much of a soccer fan, but hey, it's my hey. Louisville City is our city. We, I got sub, I got rep, we're repping our city. So, shout them out there. I do want to go to a game though. I'm probably gonna see if I can. Uh, but right now, probably the next season when all this is. Hopefully all this calmed down enough where we can all go to these games and all have fun together. You know, have some drinks and stuff and whatnot. So, we'll just wait. But, yeah. So, that's pretty much all the stuff that's happened. Um, I think we'll probably do is... I guess we... I haven't found any questions. This was going to be like a and a I... But, uh, not a lot of people sent questions. But, I think I'm going to go ahead and give you guys at least... I guess it frequently might be questions that might be asked, like, pretty much my ideal of, like, give you guys, like, at least who I am and what I'm about. So, I'm going to do that in a minute. Let me uh, go ahead, take a take a quick break. I'm going to go ahead, and I got to do is meal prep, because it's actually usually around the time I usually do, like, meal prep and stuff, because I got to get dressed and, like, get ready to go at, like, 5.30, which so is the next two hours from this where you're my coordinates so i gotta go ahead and uh take a break we'll be right back folks don't go anywhere all right guys back and before i go into this next segment why don't i open up this gift this box here i actually got a package from a couple friends of mine friend my name nick ellis and uh Mo Masson have made this is 
went into a clothing brand. So, this clothing brand is called Lovers Always Prosper. This is their, like, this is them, uh, they just uh, announced this brand. And I was like, you know what, I'm going to support my, my, anyone local, especially very people I know, try to support them any way, shape, or form I can. So, we're going to go ahead get into this. There we go. I'm trying to aim this away from me. Always aim your knife away from your body. Pick that up from Boy Scouts. Also there. Last thing. There. Now, there we go. Open. So, let's uh, see what we got in here. Yep, yeah, here it is. I actually bought me here. I got me the t shirt and this here trucker hat. This is pretty much the their emblem and stuff. Hat itself in question. It's actually green. It looks different. It looks like it's black. They uh, they have I think in red, black, and uh, let me see how this fits me. Okay, so let me have to might have to attach this, lift this up a bit. So it's snapbacks. These are snapbacks. Speaking of which, you can pretty much adjust the ball snapbacks. So you have one. There we go. Yeah. Looks good. Yep. The logos on left and right look good. And this is the t-shirt. I bought this one at Double XL. So uh, this is what fits me. So uh, let's see how this looks. See the design here. Yeah, this is the logo here. First time. Looks good. I think it's, this looks good. So, this is uh, Brand Lovers Always Prosper. Check them out. They're, um, they're local. They are local here in the city of Louisville. They, uh, you can find them on Instagram. Lovers Always Prosper. I'm going to probably, uh, probably find a link to them. from rock below. This is in, this is my, uh, yeah, I probably buy stuff for, uh, try at least, uh, buy stuff or promote anything that you know it's with the city so try at least do what I want to do you know try to buy locally shop locally you know so yeah they're pretty much coming come out with new stuff they still got some products available but right now it's just the hats and I think the shirts I think they're probably coming out with more stuff so hey this is the first partnership first, uh, this, uh, this is their first thing they've been just started like a month, I think this month, or for like a month, so, yeah, give my shout out, lovers always prosper, they're on, you can find them on Instagram, and uh, everything, so yeah, give them a shout out to them, kudos to them, my boy Nick Ellison, asking for hugs, now, let's go ahead, and get back to the segment, so, get back to the show, we're gonna go ahead, we're gonna do a Q&A, 
I'm gonna do a nice uh, Q and well, I want to do a Q and A, but haven't gotten any questions at all so far. So I think, but I think in the meantime, I'll at least give you guys at least. I know a lot of people probably would ask me some questions about at least, at least some questions about me. So I guess I'll go ahead and answer a few of these. I'm gonna rock this hat, so. I think the first thing we'll say, I guess we'll ask, like, how old am I? I'm 23 years old currently, and my birthday is on November 6, 1996. So, yep, my birthday is about three months from now. It's about three months from now, so that's something I'm like, so, about to be another three months. I'll be, tw I'll be in my uh, Kobe year, my 20. 24th birthday. That's my goal. How much I weigh, or how tall am I? I'm five foot six, and I weigh two ninety four point six. As of this morning, um, we'll just say two ninety five because of it. So, what's my favorite like? Uh, what do I like? What's like hobbies I like and do more? I'm more of a. I enjoy playing video games. I enjoy. I'm a video game player. Uh, only console I got right now is a pretty much up in the uh, Nintendo Switch. I'm pretty much gonna get a PS. Who's planning on getting a PS5 in the future? So that's uh that's my plan for the future. Let's get a PS5. It's probably gonna be a PS5. Um, yeah. So um, I guess my favorite game is I say my favorite game series is probably Super Smash Bros. Um, I'm pretty much a Smash fan. I started playing the, the game when I was, uh, fifth. yeah, 15, I was, I joined this, uh, there was a club, I played, uh, Super Smash Bros. Brawl, back in, uh, in high school, it was called Brawl Club, played with them, uh, played the game for some, got my ass beat hard, and then, pretty much, and that summer I just said, hey dad, like, for... Uh, if you want to buy me a game, like, buy me a Super Smash Bros. Brawl, which costs some. Uh, and, uh, Dad was like, alright, sure. And pretty much I spend, like, every day, like, playing, learning the game, trying to police, like, try at least, uh, get good and try at least beat people. The game. Then it translated more in, translated more when I got into Smash 4. I was Super Smash Bros. for Nintendo Wii U. I beat a German WKU and wanted to get good at it, so I ended up buying my own Wii U and buying a game, buying a Wii, buying a Nintendo Wii U and just playing, uh, playing that every day, playing that regularly, and pretty much got got good at the game. Actually, did get good at the game. Uh, uh. Not that start playing the game competitively, uh, from uh, Smash Four, did okay. Uh, I'm not gonna say I did the best. I didn't win any tournaments. Most of the time, I pretty much was when sometimes went 0 and 2. Sometimes I got up. I want to say or want to say or two, but other than that, I haven't like truly uh, did good. At it. But I had fun. I had to be like a bunch of people and. A uh, bunch of like-minded people and great people, and then I played old 
Vanna Game to Ultimate. I'm playing game casually now, more or less. I do want to have fun with it. I did produce content with it with Smash 4 and on Smash 4 and on, uh, of course, Smash Ultimate. I had a gaming computer. I pretty much, you know, streamed. I did content on it, gaming content and stuff. So I do want to get back and do it. I'm working on, I would have to work on getting a computer eventually and all the other things. So, yeah, right now that's the, whatever right now, my favorite series is Super Smash Brothers. That's the series I grew up, I pretty much played it for a good while when I was like a teenager and pretty much came into it now. And, um, my favorite, I guess we'll say, I guess I'll ask my favorite movie. Probably Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Uh, it's a cool classic. They actually did like a actual like table rain, like a ten year anniversary table rain, which I'm gonna I'm gonna probably find. I need to find again because I'm gonna watch. I will probably watch that. Probably when I'm eating. Probably when I'm eating, or probably when I'm at work. Probably when I'm at work. So yeah. So, that's one thing about that. Um, let's see. My favorite, I guess, if I compete in any sport, I pretty much compete, I compete in any actual sports. I was the manager for my for basketball team in, in elementary school and a team manager for for six three basketball team at Camer, Emmer, and I tried to, and I was on uh, played for Ballard's football team for I was on the first I was named for the first party for the first like three weeks I pretty much was a player and then I pretty much became a pretty much decided to be a team manager because I just realized football yeah the people who play football. Who can pretty much always getting like those car accidents and stuff every day and can handle it. Kudos to y'all. Me, I realize I'm not that not that type of guy. So yeah. Not let's just say uh Yeah, let's just say I pretty much quit on that. I do get people who ask me like am I a football player or something like that? Because I have a I'm a I'm pretty much a little stocky and stuff, but not really. I mean, I do want to lose some weight and probably look, I mean, looks look big enough. I mean, I'm small, but at least have, like, some muscles and look, I have some, like, look built enough to look like, you know, he, he looks like he has, he can handle himself in a fight. Like, I can't, I don't know, I want to mess with him. So, or something like that. I don't know. But that's my, uh, that's pretty much me. But, um. I guess the next question I guess you can ask is my single yes I'm currently single how let's just say this I'm not the most uh, talkative person and I'm not the most fully confident with myself when it comes to trying to interact with the opposite sex so understand so understand me. Uh, do I have any do I enjoy any anime a, I do. I'm a big Dragon Ball Z. I enjoy Dragon Ball Z a lot. Pretty much. Uh, I'm a huge uh, fan of Vegeta. That's my favorite character. I do watch some anime when I'm 
not in the on board. I have watched uh been watching my Arcademia. I've watched some of watched season one of One Bench Man and uh a couple others. I mean I think one of them, I actually watched Yu Hakujo in its entirety and I can understand why my friends actually enjoy that show a lot. I can it is a pretty good show. It is a good series. It is a good series. But um yeah, I'm in least uh but yeah, that's a you would like anime. I'm not I don't watch it as often as a lot of people, but I'm pretty much gonna try to get into watching anime a good amount. So uh yeah, I'm gonna least see uh probably some more anime, see why a lot of people like so many anime that's going on now and some of the stuff that's been training. So yeah. Um that's next. Guess when I guess we can say what is I guess I guess I describe my job. I guess at least strive that. So um, I right now I work at UPS. I've been working there overall for over four years. Uh, the position I'm in now, I am working in a office which is custom brokerage. I'm pretty much help process like the shipments that are going overseas so and and I've been starting I just got back into working I pretty much did my training two weeks ago and I'm pretty much going for my first week of actually processing shipments and the first and let's just say this the process is kind of a Depends on how you handle it. Some of this stuff is easy. Some of the others are kind of just like, uh, mm, process. Let's just say it's truly is a process. And, um, yeah, it's, uh, you pretty much deal with a lot. Like, a lot of stuff is like, pretty much, some cases you're shipping off like gold. Some cases, like, pretty much typical, like, pharmaceutical stuff. Sending off a lot of machine part, machine parts, and and uh, tools, and then uh, yeah, and it's like a uh, some stuff from some stuff to the military, which actually is military. So yeah, that's also something that is actually something I've been uh, processing recently. This is something that's been uh, going on recently. Um, I'm gonna try to do this in one take. Because I'm, uh, so, give me a second. <clears throat> okay. Um, that's one of my favorite sports are pretty much, uh, I'm a fan, I like base, I like football, I'm a fan of basketball, uh, uh, mostly those two sports. I'm trying. I kind of want to try at least learn a bit more about hockey. I don't watch baseball a lot, except till like playoffs. But I'm probably this season since baseball's probably one of the few sports of that's on right now. Probably be watching some more baseball, a bit more baseball, and not much of a soccer fan. I just don't uh, soccer ever really was something that interested me a lot. Um, 
main way reason I would watch soccer was pretty much the World Cup. Pretty much, if U.S. men, if U.S. men are somehow in in it, unlike last time, like, and pretty much the women's World Cup because of the women, so pretty much destroying every country for a World Cup, so, yeah, um, like, MLS, not much really there, I like, really pick my interest, I'm probably gonna try, I think I will try at least watch a Blue City soccer game, uh, like I said, pretty much, it's the Rapper City, and I also like, I also like the color of the uniforms, because of purple, so, which actually works well, because I can actually wear that and mix it up with a, with like say my uh, where Ravens at, and pretty much it'll be like I'm like, oh okay, it's like I don't know, but yeah, it's something. But um yeah, um but over that I do enjoy watching MMA. I don't watch boxing much. I am interested in seeing the the Mike Tyson Roy Jones Jr. fight, which is a huge thing, which I'm like, I'm interested to see how pretty much 53-year-old Mike Tyson goes up against like a, uh, someone around his age, like Roy Jones Jr., who is a, also well-known great boxer in his own right, and uh, see if those two of them go at it one-on-one going at it in a box match. It's going to be interesting to see. I don't know how much how much the pay-per-view is. I don't know how you... I don't know if it's like gonna be by the zone or if this is gonna be by like some showtime wherever I'll pay for pay per view. I'll try to pay for that pay per view. If I had to go to a bar somewhere to watch it. So yeah. Okay, let's see. Favorite teams NFL, my Baltimore Ravens for college. College in general, U of L. I will cheer for, like, all the Kentucky schools because I pretty much my, like, Kentucky because my older brother was a Kentucky fan. Uh, was a Kentucky fan. Uh, uh, Eastern Kentucky because one of my brother went to college there and so did my stepmother. So, I'm also a Western, I can say I'm West, I can cheer for Western Kentucky mainly because I spent a year there. I spent a year at Western, so I'm a fan. So, I spent a year at Western. I pretty much went to school at Western for a year, and um, yeah, that's so sure for at least all the Kentucky schools, like even if they're if it's Murray State, or like Kentucky State, or something like that. I mean, I'll cheer for all the Kentucky schools, you know, Kentucky schools. Um, so yeah, uh, NBA. I'm a San Antonio Spurs fan. I I was a big fan of Tim Duncan growing up, and uh, Tim Duncan and uh, Tim Duncan, Manu Ginobili, Tony Berker for Spurs, those Spurs with uh, Bruce Bowen and Robert Horry and some of those guys. Pretty much that uh that team. Um, and um, let's see what else next. Uh, MLB. I say I'm a. I don't know. I don't have like a truth team. Like freedom, I keep up with. I kept up with probably more than anything else. Right, was pretty much either a the Red Sox because of 
David Ortiz, Big Poppy. Uh, Reds, I mean, they're the closest team here. And we have Little Bats, which is their AAA affiliate. So, I guess keep up with them. See how that goes. And and I think the Orioles. And they had a good playoff run with Adam Jones. I think when uh, Chris Davis actually was in a strikeout magnet instead of wasn't hitting strikeouts, getting strikeouts instead of wasn't getting strikeouts. Manny Machado, I think uh, Adam Jones and uh, yeah, that's uh, that team when they had their little brief uh, playoff run back in 2015, I believe. So uh, yeah, so that's uh, those Orioles teams, and um, yeah, other than that, I don't watch baseball much, but at least. Keep of try keep of those teams because well one Orioles because Maryland because I have family in Maryland my family's from Maryland so just gotta cheer for them Red Sox mainly because of David Ortiz and and of course and then of course um of course Reds because the AAA affiliate is here in Louisville. And because of their closest team here, because of proximity, so those three teams there. Um, NHL don't have a team per se because I don't watch the hockey much. But I think uh, if I have to go with a team, I guess I guess I can go with uh, Nashville Predators because proximity as well. Plus, I kind of enjoyed Nash going to Nashville when I was when to see the Ravens Titans game, when to see the Ravens versus Tennessee Titans. And, uh, for my birthday, my 21st birthday. So, that's actually, uh, one of the things I'll say about that. So, that's, uh, that's a one good game I enjoyed. Okay, so, what's a... What are my favorite games going to, I guess, I guess if we go and go with, like, what is your favorite, like, sporting events you've attended? I say... We'll go with we'll go with like a top three. No order, and that is, I guess, I don't think we'll do an order. Think first one is pretty much me is pretty much uh, going to Elise. I'm gonna lump them all together because this is like something. Me going to like my uh, high school, going to games in high school back in my senior year of high school. Back in 2015, 2014, 2015 seasons for football and basketball because those two teams and those teams going into state my senior year, so I enjoyed going to those games. Uh, manual game, mail game, uh, regional championship game, uh, regional championship game. We ended up winning a regional, so we have we actually made it to the state semis. So, if we won one more game, we would have been in the state championship game and probably played against Trinity or St. X, I think, that year. So, yeah, we would have had a chance to win our for This is like our first time getting into that close to state since the 90s. So, like 1992, I believe. So, yeah, it was uh, that was a big season for Ballard's football team. And then basketball. And then basketball was a big one. Uh, because of that, because this was senior, we ended up making uh, we're probably the best team in the state 
and we actually uh we end up I think one of the big games I think I can remember is going to um one of the big things is going to is pretty much doing the for sure. If you're wondering like next because I know there's gonna be a question like what is like your logo? That is probably an image that is probably going to be with me. I can say personally an image I use all probably my entire life. Probably about my entire life. It is a to me if you want to know like the quintessential photo of of me, like yours truly, it's that photo there. And this was a photo I had for years. It is pretty much my like it is probably quite possibly my uh my brand it's probably I don't want to say my brand. I guess I can say it's my brand. Because it's like my, uh, it's my photo. It's like my brand. That's something I will hold on to. That's something I will hold on to. And it is quite possibly a G, a pretty much an OG, like, game. Like, it's a crazy OG game. It's, it was crazy. It's, well... It was, I don't know why I'm saying OG stuff. This is, it is the thing I enjoy, uh, it's what I enjoy a ton. I pretty much had this, like, it was, I mean, I'll be in my, because I don't already know, it's something I'm probably going to have friends mention a bunch when I'm actually out when, I think, right around, uh, but yeah, it is somehow, uh, but this is something I actually have had for a year, for years. I'll probably keep it. I. It's just, uh. I think it's just that, uh, one thing I just enjoy a lot. And pretty much, it's pretty much a pride from probably me. You can probably go on Twitter. I don't. Probably go on my Twitter. It's in my mentions. But it was practically when, uh. So it was, the main thing was, it was like this shirt rip. It was like, when I ripped my shirt at pretty much a, at state tournament game, it is pretty much, like I don't know who captured it, but if I could find a person who actually po who actually made that photo, that has that photo, has that photo in general, if they, if they know it, like, hit me up, I want as you because whoever made that photo like in all honesty I don't know who took the photo in reality but whoever took the photo you are probably a realist person I know and I think it is quite possibly and I think it was a legendary thing like I've had this it's something I'll keep with me for like years. I don't know who took the photo exactly and it was like right as the shirt was ripped off and it just like me like in this pose and it's something I've kept for years. I don't know who one made this made it. 
I don't know who took the photo exactly. If you, you know who you are, you can shout out to you. You, because that is a photo I will have, I keep with me for years. I pretty much have this thing as a desktop, my desktop, and as a lock, my lock screen for a bit. I have it as a lock for my phone. So anyway, anytime anyone asks, like I pretty much mentioned it, I'm like, yeah, uh, that was, I don't know why I did, like, this is me, like, when I was, like, a spur moment. That was, I think a big moment was pretty much basketball season. But I did it at, because it started at a, at a game against, at the football game against Manuel. One of the games we played against Manuel. And we were down just 7 nothing, And I was, like, and it was, like, the third, I think it was before the fourth quarter started. I was, like, and everyone was just, like, really not, like, I think it was halftime or something, and everyone was just, like, kind of bummed out. Come up, people was, like, thinking the game was over. Pretty much over. There's no chance we're winning against Manuel. Because Manuel is pretty much one of the best teams, like, public teams in the state. Best teams in the state. So, pretty much everyone was just, like, kind of in a way gave up. I'm just like, come on, y'all. Let's just... And I was, like, kind of just, like needed to get away to get these people up. Because usually in the seniors, we are practically like the leaders of student sections, so we were just like all like trying to get, you know, the young underclassmen to get pumped up just as much as us. And, uh, just as much as us, like, hey, we gotta get y'all, we need to get y'all motivated or something. So, one of the things that came up spur of a moment was, you know what? I'm just ripping this shirt off. And I just pretty much, I don't know why, I just grabbed this thing and just went, Boom! Like ripped up and like, and yeah, it ended up getting people high. And everyone was just like, "Okay." I'm like, "No, he's getting is." I just, I just ripped it off, just pure, just raw energy, just, just Hulk like a Hulk up, like, like you know, Hulk Hogan ripped the shirt, like I'm Hogan up, brother. Like, let's go. Like, like that was pretty much the idea that came from it. So, that's something that happened in like October. So fast forward to I guess basketball season. It was the regional championship game. Winning team goes state, loser stays home, and it was between Ballard and Manuel. And I I had a plan already because I was like before the fourth quarter hits, like I was uh, yeah at the end of the third quarter before the fourth quarter starts, we're gonna go it. And this is like on a Thursday. The game was on a Thursday. So I just had the idea of like I'm gonna do a shirt rip thing again. Like what I'm gonna do is like I'm gonna get everyone to sit down, have me like in a mill or something, have me in like the mill or something. Everyone just gets down and I yell out, "Hey!" I like, "Hey, Ballard, guess what day it is?" And um, and I yell out from my birthday rip for shirt. We just all just go hype. We get hype, and it was a yeah. That was the plan. That was the original plan at the game. What happened was this is what happened. If a first half Ballard, we could not hit nothing. We could not hit anything. It's just every shot either missed or either airballed or it was it is like the ball did not want to go into the net at all. About Manuel was getting buckets. Was getting buckets the entire half, and it was just a bad thing. We were like down 20, 20 25 or something. It was bad. It was we were down hard. We were down hard. We end up uh, so halftime goes around. 
I'm like, you know, I'm, I, I need some drink. I'm gonna go get me some water. I'm getting me like a Gatorade. So I leave. I go get a Gatorade. And every few minutes, I'm like, well, I'm going to get this Gatorade. Turns out people were like, hey, you know, Jason, Big J, want to do that shirt rip? Like, hey, why don't we do it now, like at halftime before second half starts? And I'm like, yo, that sounds like a good idea. We need to get something to hype this crowd up. So, get hyped for this. All right, let's get this motivation going. So, I'm getting this thing. They're all actually looking for me. Like, for real. Like, looking for me. Like, looking at me for real. And I am, like, are all looking at me for real. And and this is, like, a real thing. I get my Gatorade. And then someone sees me, like, come, in, come back with a Gatorade. I pretty much annex another guy like, bring me in. Like, hey, like, I'm like, what's going on? I'm like, what's going on here? I'm like, what the What's going on? Everyone's like looking at me, like a whole like student, like, like practically like. I say we're in a school of like two thousand people. I say at least five hundred, seven fifty, like maybe a thousand people showed up. Like half the school showed up just so I'm like, pretty much I'm like oh okay let me go let's go over here. So I'm pretty much coming. So I come back in, and we they want me to do the shirt thing. So now like instead of like you know I'm like and it was like God heard just whispering like you gotta do this and it was a part of me that just looked at everyone and I'm like bet I'm like bet I'm like I'm going I did so we did the shirt so I'd go back do what I was gonna do for World War did it at halftime did the shirt rip and we all got hype and alright second half Ballard just stormed back, tied the game up, got the game into overtime, and then won in overtime. Like, ended up winning in overtime. And we ended up going to state. So, that was a big thing. So, that happened. We I did it again the next week. Next week. And the game was on a Thursday around, like, you know, it was going to be, like, at noon or something. Like, noonish. It was, like, noon. And here's the thing. Like, the entire school, like went to this game, like, the entire school bought tickets, went to the game, like, te- all the students, pretty much every student, except maybe, like, one or two, who probably didn't, either A, didn't give a single fuck about sports, probably didn't give a fuck about the sports, or whatever, so, didn't want to go to the game, or, even because their parents didn't want them to go, or something of the sort, so, I pretty much... I end up going with, I end up driving with friends. I didn't go one of the buses because this is like a, as one of these is, key fact, I pretty much did not know how to get or I get to the game because I got the ticket, but there was no way I could get the bus, get on the bus. So last, like, like as soon, before school ended, someone told me like, like, told me like, hey man, I also could be my friends. I think a manual and uh manual and like, Quinn and like told me like, hey man, we'll just scoop you up by the McDonald's by the school, like pretty much down the street from the school. So I'm like, okay, cool. I'm like I'm all right, cool. And uh, yeah, I didn't get a chance to like write a note or anything to like these teachers. Now like, hey, I'm pretty much riding with some friends. I'm not going to school or anything. So I practically, anyway, I skipped school. I mean, it wasn't really anything a big deal of because no one was showing up. Like, no one was going to show up. It seemed pointless at that point, so I'm like, 
might as well just go ahead and just just go ahead and just like just chill by like a McDonald's or something by so my friend scooped me up scooped me up scooped up a friend who was at who lived in a house nearby us and then scooped someone who was actually in the school who was actually in the school and we all just like drove up went ahead and uh, made the drive up to Lexington drove up to Lexington um drove, made the drive up to Lexington we all uh Lexington like I ended up getting my phone my sister kind of like I ended up I ended up I did that and I was like my sister like didn't know I actually skipped school or anything I didn't leave a note I didn't leave a note to her like let her know like hey I'm gonna be with friends going up to the game to this state championship state tournament game in Lexington I'm fine if school calls just tell them that's where I'm at I didn't get a chance to write a note or anything but my parents my sister still pissed off at me and I just turned 18 like three months ago like three almost four months ago so it was like a big mess I don't want to get too into it but yeah that was something that happened um yeah I did that same thing I did that exact same thing this time it was with a pretty much every single student every single student and every single teacher and every single teacher was there all the teachers the principal like the principal the assistant principals everyone in like the staff school staff like everyone's there seeing me pretty much do this thing do this entire thing which is a crazy which was a crazy thing did that did that the next day which is also how the photo was taken and this was a fun thing I ended up winning a school spirit award actually that's hanging up right there actually hangs up right there and here's I'll give you a fun story about that one I was actually when this was when they had the spirit senior award these senior awards like there was like awards for like perform for grades like knowledge like the people were joining doing like uh doing the ROTC for military and like a few other things so and a bunch of other things and um yeah I was looking at this uh and I was like when they were announcing the winners for this award I they didn't didn't say anything to me I knew I was getting something but it was actually something towards the end of the year towards at the end of the ceremony so I wasn't getting anything I knew I was getting one award but I didn't know I was getting this award because I just sat, I in a way, I kind of sat in the back because there was hardly any room in the front, by the front, by the steps or anything. So, I was sitting kind of in the back with a couple of other friends. And then when they announced my name, that was like the last one, announced my name for the award. And I'm like in the back. So, I'm like, oh, I didn't know I won it. And I didn't know. So, as I said, I'm in the back. So, I pretty much had to, so I was like. It's like one of those rare things, like, you thinking that something that would happen to, like, in a war, actual wardrobe, like, someone, like, the person who won is actually sitting in the very back, in behind, like, a row, is very back, like, in the middle of, like, the eye, middle of, like, the middle of a row, and just, like, has to, all the way in the back, and he's just, like, I think Daniel Dodge, Sam, me and Daniel Dodge made this joke, and I'm, like, and it was me, I was just, like, in this row, I'm, like, 
just walking through, like, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. I like, run and run, 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 down the stairs. I went down this aisle, and I'm like, and I'm like, I got a little side. I mean, I did, like, a little, like, like, the, you know, that can't be, like, Superman thing. Like, I mean, you know, 70 to award. I'm like, I'm happy about it. I'm like, all school, uh, the senior class was hype. It was like, I liked it. But that was, uh, that was number three. For, like, my favorite sporting events, I guess, or... So, I kind of had to lump that in, because there's too many I could count. Games I could count. There was a lot of games. My senior at Ballard, in terms of sports, was great. Because Ballard, because the football team made state, my ba- the basketball team made the state, and the baseball team made the state before the end of my, uh, end of senior year. So, yeah, there was, like, three, uh, big sports made the state that year, so it was big. Um, number two. It's one of my favorite games going to. Huh. I think uh, my favorite game I guess went to as a I guess I'll put a college game. I guess one college game. Um... I think one game I remember is probably the is Louisville playing as Rutgers in the last season of the 2007-08-09 season. And I'll give you a reason why. Because this was the last game that Louisville had against Steve, Steve Crabthorpe. Louisville, last game that... The head coach at UofL, Steve Crackford, was going to be the coach. Was this guy... Let's just say this. I went to that game, and I sat in great seats. I sat in great seats because my dad works for this uh, real estate guy named... Uh, real estate uh, man. And he gave us still his tickets. His tickets. And I've got... I said uh, he has tickets to... Season tickets to UofL football games and UofL basketball games. Uh, some very good seats, like, one, me, like, at the U of football games, front row, by, pretty much, front, by a 50-yard line, lower level, at football games, basketball, pretty much the first row, behind, like, the radio, radio guys, and that's, uh, that's usually, uh, pretty much by mid-court, and pretty much by mid-court, I'm sorry, so I've had, and I got the, and you're asking, like, yeah, I've gone to great games, UFL basketball games and uh, football games. I remember that one more because at 13, because this is me at like 13 years old, we are dealing with this, we pretty much dealt with this coach that pretty much was coming into a bigger conference who pretty much clearly was not capable of being a coach at that level of football. It was not he was not capable of being a coach in that love at that high of a level. I mean, he did well at Tulsa, Steve Crawford, but he did not do well here in Louisville. He first season he ended up doing okay, went six and six. Sadly, he didn't get an old bowl game. Next season we end up doing good. We were like five and five and two or some shit. Five and two. 
All we had to do was at least win one more game, maybe two, to get into a bowl. And this motherfucker somehow loses, goes on a five-game losing streak to end the season. So we're like, okay, this is the third season. you got to make sure you step it up. At this point, we were 4-7, and seven, so we're not going to a bowl game whatsoever. It's clearly obvious this guy has to go. This entire city knew it was time for him to go. And, uh, yeah, that Rutgers game was probably, it was a blowout. Rutgers practically came into our house, bend us over, and pretty much stuck that, stuck a goddamn javelin in our assholes. Pretty much stretched our assholes out. And, yeah, that was the, we went to that game. We left, like, you now the last couple minutes before the game ended because, to beat the traffic, obviously. And, uh, yeah, me and Dad, pretty much me and my dad, went to, uh, Buffalo Wild Wings, uh, pretty much, you know, pretty much on the same Matthews, and we ate there, so I watched some of the other games that were on that day, and, uh, yeah, it was a big game, it was, uh, yeah, it was also the same day, I think the, some of the Tiger Woods stuff came out, so, it was a crazy time, yeah, it was one of those times, um, around that time. And uh, one of the big things was there was a post-game radio show that was going to take place. And it is, and it was with, uh, the host uh, was Tony Vidani, great uh, little sports host. And I was a big fan. They were actually letting some of the fans talk on there. Like, you know, give you a headset, let you talk. And I, and actually I was actually, I ended up doing, uh, ended up being on the show, on the show and pretty much just said, like, I believe that it's time for, Crack, I believe that Crack Forb has to go. Like, uh, we all know this. Tom Durridge was at the flag director at the time at U of L. Knew knows this is time for him to go. He has to go. If you don't get rid of him, then you clearly, clearly are. You're probably your job is on the line just as much as him. Like, it's like either you gotta fire him. Find someone who can be the coach of this program because we know how good this program is. We've seen him, we've seen them three years ago at the Orange Bowl. We just won the Orange Bowl like that was the biggest win at the time, and we just got into the Big East like a year, like two years ago. So, yo, you gotta step this up, man. Like this is year, like we should be reaching like national championship. At this point, never BCS bowl game or cha- national championship status here. Like we need to, we need to step it up here. So um, yeah, that was what the I was playing. That was a goal there. Um, I was staying with uh, pretty much there. That was my thing there. And that was my first time being on the radio. Was on the radio and kind of in a way of broadcasting. I broad I was on a broadcast. I got on. You know, talking and stuff. So, yeah, that was actually something. It's uh, that was a that was the show. That was me. So I remember that game more, not for a loss, but me the aftermath. And of course, anyone doesn't know, the fire track for the next day. Obviously, brought in Charlie Strong, and pretty much we pretty much are back. Came back like took a couple of years and. But the program got back to where it was, where we are, and then, and then, yeah, we're in the ACC, and pretty much, you know, that's just all. This season is, for U of L is 
we actually finally reached through breakthrough and actually finally win a national championship in football. Please, I would love to see that happen. Today I see that happen. I would love to see it before I die. Please. That's all I'm asking for. So, yeah. Now, number one, I think we got to go pro here. I've been, I say this, it was pretty much in November. It's last November. And it was pretty much me going to Baltimore to watch Ravens versus Patriots Sunday Night Football. Let me say this. In terms of home fields, like, like I've been to, like, Yovel games, uh, my Barry games. I've, I've lost my voice again. I've lost my voice. But I got back, like, the next day. Got back the next day. I've been to Yovel games. I've lost my voice somewhat. Got it back the next day or a few hours later. But a game where I probably lost my voice. And the recovery process was a whole lot longer. It took me like three days to like recover from this. It was Ravens versus Patriots. Let me say this. On an old game, old Ravens home game, I'll be in the afternoons. It's, it's an experience. A Ravens game at night time. Prime time in front of the mill in front of pretty much seventy thousand fans. They're screaming there. In front of and in front of the millions and millions of people all around the freaking country. It is an experience you hardly can replicate replicate. It is insane, because it was my very first Ravens home game as well, is when the Ravens were on that MVP season, and this was the big test, you know, like, because last week the Ravens came in, beat the Seahawks, this was a big momentum game, that was a big game. That was like the first signature, like, win in the in the Ravens season. The big thing was, of course, people were still thinking about the Patriots. Of course, the next thing was the Patriots. A lot of people was going into this game thinking the Patriots are probably going to stop for Ravens. Especially because they said their defense was the best in the league. That was another thing I've, I was hearing a bunch was the Patriots defense is so good they that they are going to be the team that knows Lamar Jackson. Like Bill Belichick is a defensive guru. He knows the play. He's got the answers to stop Lamar Jackson and this high-powered offense. And what happened that game? Lamar Jackson pretty much showed that a he can he he can no defense can stop him. Like he showed it a. Like, this is the best defense in the league? Then Ravens pretty much went in and heard them say that and looked at, and pretty much looked at Don Brady. And for the first, in a good chunk of the first half, for real, like a good, very good chunk of the first half, it showed, like, the Ravens can stop them and steam, can stop Tom Brady and stomp and pretty much. Stop the stop the Patriots. Like the first half was a good chunk of the first half. Like people don't want to watch it. A good chunk of the first half 
the Ravens gets off the Patriots. It's just the end, towards the end of it, where he started getting some points on the board, it started catching up. That was the thing that was, that was a question, that was the thing that pretty much was the determining factor there in that first half. So, in that first half there. Um, and then I watched the second half and pretty much, actually no, washed them. Seen Ovet team watch them. I have I have moments on this thing. I actually have the moments of the game. I have actually have moments of this game. I still have it on my phone to this day, my friends. I still have it to this day. And uh yeah, it's a it is an experience. It is if you've ever been doing if you've never been to an NFL game, it is an experience. Some cases for Tennessee, I've been to I went to a Ravens in Science in Tennessee, wherever they I've been to a Ravens Bengals game. In Cincinnati, let me say this. Bengals fans, you are die hard. You are very committed to a team. Even though you guys have not won jack shit. I know you guys won the I know you guys made the playoffs and won the division, but look, until you win a playoff game, then you can talk shit. But other than that, shut your mouth. Anyways, but a Ravens home game, whatever it is, whether it's one in the afternoon, four twenty-five in the evening, or pretty much eight o'clock, it is a whole never experience. It was it was an amazing experience. I enjoyed every ounce, every minute of it. I happened to meet a bunch of people where I was sitting at, and it was a great experience. I. I think that was my favorite game at go to because I've like because experiencing like an NFL game, watching an NFL game on TV. I enjoy watching an NFL game on TV. It's fun, but seeing it in real life is a whole never ball game. It is amazing, especially and going to Miami Bank at night was pretty much the best. Was the best game I've ever seen. One of the best games I've ever seen growing up. So yeah, I stand by that. Okay, so I think we've done a lot. Um, so yeah, I think we're probably done for today. So uh, I think we got. I don't think we got much to cover. If you got some questions of your own, you want me to ask answer in the comments below. I'll probably I'll definitely answer them for you, or have it in the next uh, Q and A, which is usually in a month. So yeah, that was my uh, thing. Uh, I guess we probably. Have I think we're done. I guess I'll talk about. I guess I'll give you guys one little story. This is something happened. You know, we've all have these. Okay, some of us have these dreams, right? I think we've all had a dream where you usually you have one of those dreams. We pretty much wake up pretty much. Like we've all had these dreams where, like, when you wake up and you're like trying to take off your underwear, and a little bit of like it looks like a little bit of uh, you know that's. Secret sauce pretty much is connected from your penis to your underwear. Yeah, you had one of those dreams. That was one of these I had like recently. I got just recently. This has happened like this is like what this has been went today. I woke up woke up Wednesday, but I was sleeping, so I'm asleep, right? So I'm sleeping, and I'm pretty much in this room. I don't know exactly the room. I'm just pretty much. 
is me. I say these two fine, fine like Japanese girls, and like this one ever dude. I'm like, I don't know what's going on. We're all just chilling. We're all hanging out. We're in this like one weird like hotel, one hotel room. It's a weird. It's interesting. It's like it looks interesting. I say I say it's interesting because it seems interesting. So we're all chilling. And I think, and I think this dude says, "Hey, like, why don't we like all like, now we don't show like, it like a shower, a shower or something like that." I'm like, "Okay." I'm like, and there's like these two showers, and it's kind of looks weird. It's like a weird, like, weird type of shower. I don't know what's going on here. It looks like, like at some, thing like a washing machine type of shower. It was like this weird, like a bathtub. One part, it's like a tub, like an actual bathtub. But the way it's shaped, it looks like a washing machine. Like a, when it was like top load, like a front load washing machine, like Yaki Ender. And then like at the top is like, I guess like the shower head. And it just flashes down. I'm like, this is like the weirdest thing. And it's like the weirdest thing, right? And so, yeah, I'm like, I'm just chilling, and I'm like thinking to myself, I'm like wondering, like, do I have some control in this dream? Like, this just seems weird, and I don't know what was going on here, right? So I'm like, I'm like, we're all getting up, we're all like moving, we're able to move, right? And we're all chilling. They are him, one girl, or like getting along and join us. I guess this girl looks a little hesitant. And I'm like, my dick's kind of like on a wreck, like already wrecked, like I'm already like on hard, okay? So I'm like, I'm like trying to ease her into this. I'm thinking like try to ease this other girl into this. So I walk by, I at least reach for a hand and then place said hand in right around pretty much my naked crotch. And she ended up. I'm. This is literally the dream. I'm not, I'm not bullshitting you. This is like somebody helping you guys out. So I'm right next to you. Know, it was. And she ended up getting around by it. And then she just like. She kind of embraced it. We get in there. Uh, we get in. And then we're just having this fun. I'm like. We're having this fun. And I'm like. I enjoy. Fuck out of it. I enjoyed the fuck out of it. And it was inexperienced. And. It was something, I was like, I don't know what happened, like, it was like, that was a story, that was a dream I had, that was like one of those dreams I had, and it was like, don't remember much, all I remember was, I pretty much just woke up, and I ain't gonna lie, I looked a little, I looked a little built, I was like, I got, I got, I got some more definition going in, I'm like, I'm look, I'm lean, I'm a little leaner, I'm like, I look good, I'm like, and that's a dream. That's all I could dream I had. And I'm like, I mean, I have dreams of going to Japan. Japan. Who knows? Maybe that's a dream that happened. Like, I've, maybe that dream becomes a reality. Like, maybe I've, you know, meet some people, meet some fine ladies from Land of Rising Sun, and pretty much something like that happens. I mean, I've heard of love hotels that have like themes and stuff. So maybe that's a maybe that's a love hotel. I don't know. Some dreams I have, some would happen away in real life. So, it could be a reality. That could be a reality. Who knows when it happened? 
All I was maybe report I might make a trip to Japan. Who knows? So it's uh so I'll let you guys know if I have dreams like that again. I might make something note of it or some mental note or something of it. So I'll uh so yeah that's uh one of things that happened. So hope you guys enjoyed that little like sorry. All right, I think we're gonna end this podcast here. Thank you guys very much for watching. Hope you guys enjoy every single part of this. Uh. It, thank you guys for any of the support you guys say. Thank you for guys at least watching an episode of the podcast. Like, keep uh, like if you're if you're watching this, like you're subscribed to this. If you like what you're hearing, like give it a like on SoundCloud, on YouTube, share this with your friends on the internet, like Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, any way, shape, or form you can share this. And of course, subscribe to this subscribe to youtube subscribe to soundcloud like you know give uh, this thing some love you know and uh yeah like and um yeah just uh keep uh keep on uh keep calm uh rock on and uh of course like i guess like this shirt says lovers always prosper you know so take care y'all I'll see you guys next week for another edition of the Jeremy Talks podcast. Don't go anywhere, y'all. Peace.